my dudes and welcome back to Previously Gifted. Today's episode is a little bit late and I apologize for that. Again, I'm still trying to get to the swing of things and I was away for the weekend which kind of threw off my recording schedule. Anyway, today I didn't really know what to talk about this week. I'm like, what's been going on? If there's no major scandal in the news or if I haven't done something exciting, what am I supposed to talk about? Just kidding, we've got exciting stuff. Um, I'm gonna talk a little bit about my college applications. I just uploaded a video about that today, but uh, I can always talk about it. There's always more to say. And then also I'm gonna talk about what I did this weekend, <laughs> because what's more exciting than my life and my experiences, am I right? Before I get started, I wanna give a shout out to, as always, my Patreon supporters. If you guys would like to support the podcast, which would be very much appreciated, you can become a patron. I hate when people get that mixed up. If you are a supporter on Patreon, you're called a patron. So thank you for being a patron of the arts, specifically this podcast. Um, you guys can go to patreon.com slash previously gifted, check out all of the different patron levels and the different rewards. Um, but I gotta give a shout out to my permanent sponsors because these are the biggest homies of the entire podcast. I've gotta say, if I'm gonna, you know, use favoritism here, these are my favorite listeners. So we've got a new sponsor. His name is Eric Courtright. Eric, shouts the frick out, Eric. Thank you so much for being a supporter. We've got Joni K. We've got Lily Dillon. We've got Matt Barham. And he said thank you for pronouncing his name correctly this time. So Matt Barham, there you go. Jerome at Grizzly, G-G-R-Z-Z-L-Y. Check him out on Instagram and Twitter. Also, the old and wonderful, except not old, I just mean like old faithful, kind of old, Liz Walsh at LizW206. Every time it's been a minute since I've recorded something on this podcast, I say things like everything I've said in the past two minutes, and I regret it all. So I'm going to slow it down. I always like forget I don't have to talk at 100 miles per hour, if that's a speed of talking. So yeah, you guys, what have you been up to? Not much. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> the weather has actually been really nice. It's like sunny outside. There's no snow. Um, yesterday, I took the weather as a good excuse to finally go walk around town and see if there are places that I can apply to um, because I'm still not formally employed. <laughs> That's just a fancy way of saying I am pretty much still unemployed. But actually, we can talk about this too. I've been doing my YouTube work, obviously, the podcast, which is kind of always like a part-time job equivalent. And then also, I have been doing freelance work, you guys. That's why I've got my big girl pants on, aka my, um, they were on sale at Zara pants, my plaid pants. Um, <laughs> sorry for the chair rolling. Um, but yeah, I went to Zara. <laughs> I went to Zara. I'm dying, hold on. Sorry, I think I literally choke on dust or like there's no circulating air in this room when I'm recording the podcast. So it's just like, here, how about you cough and like have every kind of fit possible 
while you try to sit still for an hour. It's hard. Anyway, I went to Zara, I bought a couple things. I bought this shirt, I bought these pants. Everything I bought was from the sale rack. And I would say I don't regret any of my uh, purchases, but I kind of did. I bought them and then the next morning, like, put everything on. And I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? I mean, I do love this shirt. It was 10 bucks. It's a great sleep shirt. For those of you who are not watching on YouTube, it's a white t-shirt with two um, burgers on the boob area, but it's kind of big, so it's not exactly correctly on the boobs. Um, I'd like to point out, it's just a lettuce and tomato sandwich. So we've got a little LT here. It's vegan. I wouldn't be wrapping meat, you guys. Um, and then I'm wearing these plaid business pants, which are, that's not what they're called. They're not called business pants. Um, I've had an obsession with business wear for like a long time. I would love to have a job that required me to wear like, what are they called? I don't know, dress pants? Like, like, I don't know what they're called. Um, just some nice pants that, that make my butt look nice and I can wear a nice button down shirt or something. Um, I could even wear a blazer if I'm trying to get real crazy. But instead, my version of professionalism is tucking in a white burger t-shirt. So yeah, my point was, I went outside yesterday because the weather was finally good. I have made a point to tell Nathan many times, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go like look around, see if anywhere's hiring. Um, and then it would be like snowing and I'd be like, mm, don't really wanna go on a walk in the snow. Then the next day it'd be raining and I'd go, oh, I guess I can't go walk out there now. And then the weather was so nice yesterday and today. I had no excuse. Um, so before I get into explaining my freelance work that I've been doing, I want to explain <laughs> my little job hunt. Um, I guess it would make sense to explain the freelance stuff first, to explain why I'm still looking for a regular job. Anyway, um, <laughs> the town I live in is called A Village. Um, that's not its name, it's referred to as A Village. I'm from, like, okay, the town I'm from in California is like, I don't know, like 40 or 50,000 people. It's like not small, but it felt small to me. Um, but this is like a village and it's probably like one square mile and it's all residential. It's all like kids and families. I don't think anyone my age lives here. Um, <laughs> so I went to like look for places to apply and like in town, I'm trying I'm trying to work some more like walking distance from my house so that I can walk to work and not have to worry about like public transportation in the snow or weather issues or driving anywhere. So in town, there's like only boutiques for older women. That's way out of my price range. Um, and also I'm not stylish enough to even work there. They would just take one look at me and go, no, you cannot sell our clothes. You're wearing burgers on your tits. And they probably don't say tits either. <laughs> um, and then there's a bunch of froyo places, um, not vegan. There's like no vegan places within mm, 10 miles of here. Actually, there's one. It's called Sweet to Lick. And honestly, their stuff is disappointing. So it makes me really sad. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I'm like adjusting to Long Island, but also like, yeah, I'm living in a place that's like arguably like more boring than my hometown. 
Like, I thought growing up in safe, cookie-cutter Orange County was boring. I'm like, at least there were more things in the shopping centers. Like, <laughs> this is just a small town. That's all I'm saying. Not trying to throw shade, but, like, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a young lady. I'm used to New Orleans or at least being in, like, a college town or college kind of atmosphere, being around people my age. Um, and then in France, same thing. It was a very lively place, lots of stuff going on, lots of people. And this truly is just, like, a place to raise your kids. And I guess, like, if you're going to go anywhere, you'll just have your mom drive you in the minivan. Now, people around here don't have minivans. In a nice SUV with snow-safe tires. <laughs> anyway, I went on a walk yesterday. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to see if anywhere's hiring. I could totally get a job. I've kind of been getting, like, a fear of working, which is ridiculous. Because the kind of jobs that, like, I, okay. I just want a part-time job that is simple and, like, requires no thought, you know? Like, being a cashier or a barista. Like, that's something that I don't have to think about before or after work. And then do during work, you're just doing whatever. And maybe you get busy. And then you get distracted. And you don't think about your other, like, life problems. And then you come home. And you just get a paycheck. And it's easy. I just want a job like that. You know? The kind of jobs I worked, like, in high school or whatever. Just a part-time job. That's just the whole benefit, you know? So I keep getting like worried because I haven't worked a job like this in like a year um, because all of 2017 I was doing other things. So I keep like scaring myself and I'm like, hey, bitch, like you did these jobs, like you were a cashier, you worked at like food places, whatever. When you were 16, why would you be unable to do that now as a 22 year old woman? I just keep like scaring myself. <laughs> so anyway, I'm like, bitch, you're gonna get out there. You're gonna walk in. You're gonna ask if they're applying. What? You're gonna ask if they're hiring. You're gonna ask for an application. You're gonna ask to maybe meet the manager. So I go on my little walk. Um, I start going in a couple places. I went in a bakery and it smelled like dogs. Like it smelled like someone brought dogs into it. So I was looking at all these nice looking pastries and stuff, but it smelled like dogs. And it turned me off immediately. I was like, mm, I'm not really interested. Um, and then I went to this Italian place and just like all the workers in there were doing nothing. Like they were all like on their phones and like eating pasta <laughs> and nobody was in the restaurant. This was at like 3 p.m. So that makes sense. Um, but I walk in and I'm like, oh, this is not the vibe I want. Mm -mm. I do not want to be working somewhere where every minute feels like 10 minutes because of how slow it is. I would much rather work somewhere really busy. So then I just keep going and I go from place to place and just like nobody's out. And like I go to this Froyo place, even though I'm vegan and I won't be able to enjoy anything that they sell there, online they said that they had iced lattes and that they had almond milk. I walk in, ask for an iced latte. He says, we can't do that. I ask if they have almond milk. We don't. And I'm like, well, your, your website's a liar then. <laughs> you should update your website. Um, and then I asked if he was hiring. And basically the time that I want to work the most hours, like during the day, anywhere from like 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, is where I would prefer the bulk of my hours to be because that's when Nathan works. And I know I'd have to work on the weekends sometimes, but like I would like to work during the week while Nathan's gone instead of when he's home, you know? And the guy's like, no, our busy times are nights and weekends. And I'm like, well, okay then, peace out. <laughs> so anyway, 
Um, I finally did that yesterday and I was just like, am I like this picky or is it fair for me to like not want to work somewhere where it's really slow or like somewhere where I'm not going to meet cool coworker friends? Because I'm like, dude, I need to get out of the house. I need to meet people. And like, I just keep thinking about my other jobs that I've worked in the past and like your coworkers become your friends. Those are the people that you spend 20 to 40 hours with a week. So it's like, I want to work somewhere that I'm going to be like not hating my life every second. I think that's a fair wish and somewhere where, you know, some cool people are there so that I can enjoy their presence while we're working. Ugh, is that too much to ask? I think it might be. <laughs> Let's take a little break and then we'll uh, get into some other things. And we're back. Back to my point about what I've been doing. Um, okay, so the reason that I'm looking for a regular part-time job is mostly just a stable paycheck um, because I've been doing YouTube work, which obviously can be very, like, volatile and, you know, your earnings can sometimes be around the same range, but sometimes they're, like, a lot lower than you expect, especially, like, when I'm not doing sponsored videos or brand deals, those kind of things. Um, so it's not, like, a reliable paycheck, you know? Um, and then the freelance work I've been doing. A couple of people, when I was talking about wanting to find some kind of work, recommended a website called Upwork, which is basically like freelancing for remote work, like anything that you can do from your computer. You know, you don't need to actually be working with someone in the same location. So obviously I thought that was really convenient because then I'd be able to work around my own schedule. I'd still be able to do all my YouTube and podcast stuff, um, obviously be able to work from home so I wouldn't have to worry about transportation or whatever, or the weather facing the snow as I look outside and it's completely sunny. <laughs> so I joined Upwork and I was like, okay, what skills do I have? <laughs> I was like, what do I have to offer people? And then I realized I wanted to do like YouTube consultation because I was like, okay, if there's one thing I have tons of experience and knowledge in, it's YouTube. I know YouTube inside and out. I've been a creator. Like, I understand how it works. So um, I was like, okay, what skills can I share with people? Um, so I was thinking like a channel manager kind of thing, you know, like helping people understand how YouTube works. Um, content strategy stuff, helping them think of ideas, script, right? Like literally anything, whatever kind of stuff you need to get the ball rolling on your channel, I can help you. And then of course, video editing, search engine optimization, um, how to talk to brands to do, you know, brand deals or approach them for sponsorships, whatever. I was like, all right, let's freaking go. I set up my Upwork profile and then I was like, okay, now I have to apply to jobs because on, on Upwork, it's just like a bunch of jobs and you apply and then hopefully somebody gets back to you. Obviously, just like anything else, when you have no experience and your profile is brand new, it's hard to get people to even reply to you. So I was like, shit, how am I supposed to get my first job? I talked to this lady and um, basically like what she wanted to do was great. I thought that I was totally like qualified for it. She liked me. So then she agreed to hire me and that was my first job. Um, and from there, I just kept applying to more and more jobs. I was like, you know, if I'm only spending this many hours working on this person, 
then I've got plenty of time to work on other projects. So I got hired for a few other projects, um, things from like social media management to like, yeah, more video editing, more YouTube channel like help basically. So <laughs> I got myself deep into the Upwork game, which is good. Um, but the thing about this website and a lot of things and kind of just an issue with freelancing is like, it's really hard to get people to pay you what your time is worth, especially when it comes to YouTube, because like, like, that's the frustrating thing. My own YouTube work, like making my own videos, filming, editing, posting this podcast, like all of that takes so many hours. Like I don't even bother to keep track of how much time it takes me to post like a simple video, let alone post a main channel video a week. Um, vlog videos, podcast stuff. Like, I'm spending a lot of time working on all of this. And I, I, oh my god, I don't even want to do the math to see, like, how much I'm making per hour by the end of the month. It's probably, like, nothing. Like, it's far below minimum wage. <laughs> so I'm like, shit, why can't I just be a normal person and, like, have way less creative, like, desire, you know? Like, why do I want to do this? Something that's not worth my time financially. It's like, when I need to pay the bills, why can't I just be, like, passionate about working a job that pays me above minimum wage hourly with a guaranteed paycheck? Ugh, so that's what's been frustrating me lately. Um, but anyway, I love YouTube, and it doesn't feel like I'm working, so that's, like, the upside of my own personal work. Anyway, on Upwork, you get people who are like, I can pay you $5 per video. And I'm like, what? You're gonna pay me, what? You know how, like, it takes so many hours to edit a video. I'm just like, I'm about to shout some people out. I was hired um, as a vlog editor for like family vlogs, working with this one guy. So he was working with like the actual family vloggers and, um, he was like, okay, it's like $15 per video, which I know is low, because I know it's going to take me a few hours to make that video, but he said it's consistent, they want to do daily vlogs, so you could do one to two videos a day, and I was like, you know what, if I can make 15 to 30 bucks just editing a couple videos quickly every day, I'm down to do that. Um, but no, it took me like four hours to edit the first cut of the first vlog, so that's already, what, like less than $4 an hour? <laughs> So then I send it um, for review, and then they come back with comments and changes. So then I have to make those changes. That takes like, another few hours. I have to re-export it, re-upload it, and then they have more comments. I'm like, okay, if you have changes, tell them to me all at once. Like, I shouldn't have to make four versions of one vlog that has now taken me probably near 10 hours for $15. I was just like, oh my god, why did I agree to this? This is like so bad. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a problem I've been uh, finding with a lot of freelance work. It's just like people, they don't have a high enough budget and I get that because like, especially with YouTube videos, like you have to be making a lot of money to be able to outsource your work and like pay an editor a good wage to edit your videos because it does take a lot of time. Um, but I'm literally like, dude, if, if you could just pay me like, I don't know, even like $8 an hour, if I'm going to spend four or five hours on your video, like at least I'm making something, but like, yeah, so <laughs> I've been having some struggles. 
Um, so I don't know if I'm really going to continue with that after I finish like the jobs that I've already agreed to. Um, but it's like, shit, because I, I really want to build up my portfolio and that's like another benefit. So it's like, okay, I know I'm new to Upwork, like this website, and that you have to gain basically like your momentum and your experience and, you know, people will trust you more after they've seen that you've worked different jobs and you've made this amount of money on the website. So I get that. Um, so you may have to take like a lower fee to begin with. And then once you're more established, you can charge more. I understand that. But um, I'm literally like, I just like, I can't afford to be making like no money and also be like spending so much time on this, you know? So uh, it's been, it's been interesting. Which is why I'm like, okay, hey girl, just go get a regular part-time job. Literally, if I could work like, I don't know, literally 15 to 25 hours a week, then I would still have plenty of time to do all my YouTube stuff, not be stressed, you know, not work too much when Nathan's home, like at nights or weekends, and I'd be chilling. And at least I would have a little paycheck to make sure I pay all my bills. <laughs> Ugh, but like, it's been a time, you know, it has been a time. I'm just like, shit. That's the thing, though, is, like, after yesterday walking around and, like, seeing the places that are within walking distance, um, it's rough. Like, I didn't really want to work at any of those places. Um, so today I was doing more Starbucks applications online, and there are a few Starbucks locations, like, within one to, like, three miles from here. So I'm like, okay, I'd have to figure out my transportation somehow to get there, but I would like to work at Starbucks. It's a place that I frequent. I like the company. People there don't seem to hate their lives. I know that they they give pretty decent benefits depending on if you're a part-time or full-time worker. Um, so yeah, I'm like, dude, I could get free coffee. I could just like chill and make drinks and do whatever and maybe make some friends because Starbucks is pretty much the only place that I've seen like my age type of people working around here. So I'm like, okay, Starbucks is the place. Please hire me if you're watching this. If you're a manager of a Nassau County um, Starbucks location, please hire me. I'm still not sure if that's how you pronounce the county that I live in. Nassau? Nassau. 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 Nassau County. I, that's all I pronounce it as. I'm not sure. That's why I say it really fast if I ever have to say it. Nassau County? Because then somebody could be like, what would you say? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. How, how do you say that? <laughs> somebody please tell me. All right, I'm going to take another break. And then we will talk about college quickly. And we're back. In case you've been watching my recent videos or listening to anything I've talked about in the past <laughs> however many months, I am doing my transfer applications for college again, the second time, because I was rejected from every school last year. We all know the story. I've repeated that story as often as I've talked about studying abroad. Have I mentioned that I studied abroad in France? Um, anyway, so yeah, I'm doing these applications and half of it is like very boring basic paperwork, which I kind of enjoy because it's just like, oh, name, address, GPA, scores, whatever. That's easy. But then you get to like the writing questions and I'm like, oh my God, shoot me in the face. So I'm gonna go over some of those with you and kind of just like um, hopefully jog a little bit of genius in myself 
hopefully I can figure out like something really good to say that sounds genuine but like alluring, you know? Um, first question is from Chapman University. Shout out, that's the school I actually wanted to go to um, back in high school, like when I was like a junior, because Chapman is in Orange County. It's literally like 40 minutes from where I grew up. Um, but they have a really good film program. So at the time, I was like, yo, I'm interested. Like, I would go to Chapman. Um, and now I'm still interested in Chapman. It's a very expensive school. But again, I'm like, give me that financial aid. Give me those scholarships. Otherwise, no way can I afford your $60,000 a year tuition. Anyway, they ask, what major at Chapman University interests you? And I say, communication studies. Please explain your interest in the majors you selected. 200 words or fewer. I'm like, I love to communicate. Talking is one of my favorite things. I actually have a podcast called Previously Gifted. Please listen or watch on YouTube and leave a review on Apple Podcast app. Um, no, but I'm like, how the fuck do I explain my interest in this? Um, well, I feel like it's a pretty, like general major. I feel like it would be very useful in the kind of careers that I'm interested in pursuing. Um, I love communicating and I like media and that's it. I'm like, ugh, I just have nothing. I have no more energy to like create a super like passionate response, even though I know I need to. So it's like, okay, eventually I will take the time to write a passionate response. But just off the top of my head, I'm like, ugh, why? But does it even matter? Do you care? Am I ever going to say something that's, like, astounding? Like, oh my god, her interest in this major? We have to let her in. She's so interested in this, and she has explained it so well. Who knows? That could happen. And then we've got a question. Times you were not enrolled in college coursework are considered gaps in enrollment. That's in bold. Have you had any gaps in your college enrollment since graduating high school? I'm like, shit, honey, let me get started. Technically, I'm in my second gap year, and I only graduated high school four years ago. Which also, holy shit, I graduated high school four years ago. Uh, the more people I see from my high school class graduating, um, I'm like, oh shit, I'm, I'm falling behind. I'm very behind now. But anyway, I'm like... Yes, I have had gaps. Leave me alone, dude. Like, I get that they have to ask that, but, like, I wonder if they, like, think about it in any way. Like, is it a negative thing or is it just, like, well, we just want to know your history? Um, I'm, like, don't think badly of me just because I am not 100% sure what I'm doing and I don't want to just jump into things before I'm certain that that's what I want to do. <laughs> what if I could record, like, an audio response? And what if I actually replied to these comments in that whiny voice? I'm like, well, like, during college, um, I realized I didn't want to, like, do what I was doing. So now I'm taking time off and, like, student loans are really expensive. I'm so sorry that you guys had to listen to that. But that's probably, like, <laughs> the equivalent of how I will sound in my responses. But again, no, no, I won't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write the best bullshit you have ever heard. That's the thing. I am somehow a very great writer. Like, writing was one of my, like, highest scores and, you know, like, in high school and classes and essays and whatever. Like, I can just pull it off. I'm a good writer. 
even though I kind of don't like it. Like, writing essays bores the shit out of me, but I will... And I'll, I'll be that type of person who's like, oh, this essay's trash. I'm just going to turn it in. And then it gets an A. And I'm like, oh, cool. Um, so I'm like, yeah, by saying it's trash, it's not really trash. It's trash to me, but to everyone else's standards, it's really good writing. So am I bragging? Yes. So anyway, I will be making really good responses to these uh, questions eventually. But I, I have to get over all of these like issues in my head. I have to just answer them. I think I'm overthinking it, and that's obvious. Next question. There are thousands of universities and colleges. Don't remind me. Please share with us why you were interested in attending Chapman. 200 words or fewer. I'm like, again, you're going to have to give me 200 words? Like, I want to answer this in 10. Like, it's close to Disneyland. The weather is nice. Uh... I don't know. I don't know. I miss Southern California. <laughs> but instead, I have to write some like elaborate thing about how I love their school's message. I hope none of these colleges listen to my podcast, by the way. I do seriously want to attend your school. I do really want to go, you know, to your institution. Please accept me. I'm just being a little cynical now because I'm tired of paperwork. I would be a great student but I will be snarky during the application process and you cannot hold that against me. <laughs> oh, okay. And then there's these kind of things, which are called fast facts, which I love. I love this. I wish it was all this. Please answer all of the following fast facts. Fast facts. In one sentence, sometimes even one word will suffice. There are no right or wrong answers to these questions. We hope that you'll have as much fun doing this as we will reading it. I'm like, you do not have fun reading people's fast, fast, fast answers, fast facts, fast facts. What is your dream career? I would love to be a performer on Saturday Night Live. That has been my answer for a couple of years. And now I realize, one, that I am not a good actor. And two, I am not really much of a comedian or a performer. So I think it's a it's a silly dream to have once I'm realistic with myself, um, but it sounds amazing. It's like, wow, she has really big dreams. Um, also, I would love to have my own talk show, more like um, The Daily Show. Like if I could be Jon Stewart, I would love that. Jon Stewart much more than Trevor Noah. Like no offense to Trevor Noah, I like what he's done with the show, but Jon Stewart was the fucking best, okay? I would love to have a show where I get to be a little silly and funny, but also talk about serious issues and politics. That is my dream. Please accept me to your institution. Please, 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 please. I will shout you out on every episode. That's my answer. Please list three words to describe yourself. Three words? These. This is the worst. This is worse than asking me like what I did over the weekend, or some fun facts about myself. Three words to describe yourself. It's like, how do you do this without sounding either like totally too humble or like a total fucking asshole, you know? Like, okay, if I'm gonna be like really generous, like I'm inspiring, I am intelligent, I'm bold. I'll just keep going. 
I'm beautiful and different and quirky and funny, hilarious even. Um, Tiffany is so, she's so honest and genuine and she's so, she's so, yeah, can't think of any more. It's like if I used any of those words to describe myself, I automatically sound like an asshole. But then if I'm going to be humble, it's like, um, how do I describe myself? Loyal. Um, basically, like, all the traits of a Hufflepuff. <laughs> Which, by the way, I am. I'm a Hufflepuff. <laughs> I always thought... Okay, this is a hilarious thing. I always thought... Like, I always wanted to be a Gryffindor because everyone wants to be in Gryffindor, basically. Um, but I'm like, I'm really not that brave or, like, adventurous in, like, a physical way, so I don't think I'm a Gryffindor. And then I was like, okay, well, then I'm really smart, so I'm a Ravenclaw. And then I took my, like, fucking Pottermore test years ago, and Hufflepuff. I'm like, wow, I'm in the least interesting house. Hufflepuff? Like, but then I was like, that's actually so me, because I'm so humble. <laughs> um, three words to describe myself. Loyal vegan, hard work, hard working. I'm like, that's not true. Um, I love to improvise. So I guess I'm, I'm, uh, unprepared. That's a negative word. Never mind. I don't know. I'm not very good at improvising in this moment. Again, it's like, fuck, that's the hardest question ever. Next. Who is your role model? Um, Honestly, who knows anymore? Who fucking knows? So many people who used to be my role models are now known as um, sexual offenders in Hollywood. So it's like, hmm, bye. Who is a safe role model? Oh, are you fucking kidding me? How did I not? This is Bernie Sanders. And he is my role model forever. I will get a portrait of Bernie as a tattoo. That's the only thing I will permanently put on my body because he's the only person that will forever mean everything to me. Other than like my eventual like spouse or kids or whatever. Bernie is my everything. Thank you. He's my role model. What is your favorite quote and by whom? What is your favorite quote and by whom? Fuck quotes by Tiffany Ferguson. Honestly, fuck quotes. Absolutely. My little brother Tyler just submitted his senior quotes um, the other day and he like texted them to me. He is so funny, but he chose the most stereotypical quotes, like the kind of quotes that I laughed at people for having. By the way, my senior quote, um, my senior photo was me in a wig and then my quote was yikes bikes from Never Been Kissed. So you kind of understand, like, my snarky fucking bullshit. I'm like, I'm not gonna take this seriously. This means nothing to me. I'm gonna turn a joke. <laughs> I'm gonna turn it into a joke because everybody else takes it too seriously and they try too hard to look good and sound good. Anyway, my brother's quotes were like, be the change you wish to see in the world, Gandhi. And I was like, you know, Gandhi probably didn't say that, right? Anyway, uh, yeah, my answer to this question is fuck quotes. Next question, what is your favorite subject in college? I'm like, okay, that's a good question, I guess. Um, nope, nope, nope. Definitely not math. I mean, maybe like social studies, because I had some really interesting uh, 
honors classes that were like that was like my modern slavery class and then I took a class on childhood inequality um, and both of those were were really great courses what is your most prized possession um I would just take this opportunity to denounce materialism and capitalism and consumerism and fast fashion, even though I'm wearing an outfit completely made of Zara fucking sale items, okay? I'm a hypocrite. I'm sorry. Um, what is a talent you wish you had? Uh, singing, dancing, quite literally anything. Um, yeah, let me think about it. Would I rather be a singer or a dancer? That's tough because, I mean, like, my dancing is so repulsive and I just truly have no physical rhythm, so it would be very cool. Like, I can't even imagine what it feels like to be a good dancer, you know? Um, and singing, like, there have been moments such as when I'm listening to Open Arms by Journey or when I'm listening to Alone by Heart, you know, just really good powerful ballads where I'm like, holy shit, I have goosebumps. If I could be the, if I could be Steve Perry singing this right now, like I would just be sobbing and I'd still be belting it out and it would be incredible. So I guess I, I guess I found my answer. I want to be a singer. I want to be a ballad singer from the eighties. And that's the talent I wish I had. Let's take a little break right now. And we're back. As usual with this podcast, I'm struggling with my camera battery. It's currently on a half battery, but that may, might be a lie because sometimes it says it's at half battery for a second and then suddenly it's dying. So anyway, for this last segment, I'm going to try to be quick, but I wanted to talk about uh, what I did this past weekend. So Nathan's lovely parents shouts out Ruth and Andy. They came to New York City um, so we hung out with them for the weekend. They got us a hotel. They treated us to so many things. I'm like, dude, you guys are the best. Thank you so much. Ruth, if you're listening, I love you. I love you guys. Um, sorry, burping, always. <laughs> I ruined a cute moment by burping silently. Anyway, they came out to New York City just for the re- weekend, for like a long weekend, and, um, So Nathan and I got to experience a little staycation, which is really fun because people have been asking me, like, how's New York? Like, what's it like compared to California? And I'm like, you do realize I'm living in a very, as I mentioned, frankly, a very boring small town village um, on Long Island. So it's very different than like the city. Um, I like it so far, even though I haven't really gone to many places or done many things. <laughs> anyway, that's beside the point. So it was a good staycation because going to the city is very exciting. Um, we would go more often, but honestly, it's like it's expensive to get there because we're lazy and we don't want to take the train. So we take an Uber and then we're just blowing money. So anyway, we did that for the weekend and it was fun. Um, we saw the Empire State Building again, which is so expensive. Um, Nathan took me last time and I was like, this is $30, like 30 plus dollars each per ticket to go into the Empire State Building. I was like, oh, it's not worth it. And it's funny because like, you know, everybody wants to do the touristy things except not me, you know, like I've never really had a, a desire to go and do all of the overpriced touristy things. Maybe it's because I'm cheap, but like, 
mm, I'm like, no, pass. We don't need to do those things. So anyway, sweetheart Nathan, um, my first visit out here took me to the Empire State Building. And it was really nice. Like, it is, it is a cool thing to see. You know, you take some pictures and then you're done. But it's expensive, dude. So then when Nathan's parents wanted to go, I was like um because I knew they would pay for me and I was like honestly like I feel like they don't need to like I don't need to go I'll stay so I was like dude like I don't want somebody paying $30 for me when I've already seen it Nathan has been at the Empire State Building like four times um Nathan's mom has already seen it so I think Andy was the only one who hadn't been up there before I'm like dude we're paying a lot of money as in you guys you guys are paying a lot of money for us to go see this when 75% of us have already been up here. And anyway, I really appreciate it. It's super awesome for them to pay for us. But, you know, it's like after you've done the expensive touristy thing once, doing it when other people come to town is like, I don't know, it's tough. We're talking about it because Nathan's siblings might be coming to town and some other people from Nathan's family and my brother is going to be coming to New York for the first time so I'm already trying to plan like which things I'm going to do and how I'm going to entertain him and stuff and I'm like okay if my brother wants to see the Empire State Building I'm not going up there again he can go by himself and I'll wait downstairs and go to Chipotle around the corner um but I don't know maybe that's just me I don't know. I just don't really like, like, the big touristy things. If it's busy, if people are annoying, if selfie sticks are involved, I don't like it. So it's kind of tough for me. <laughs> but anyway, we also went to, like, Times Square. That's, like, my hell on earth. I do not like Times Square for, you know, the reasons I just mentioned. It's so busy. People are dumb. They don't know how to walk. It's not exciting. It's just very bright. It's a celebration of consumerism. Again, it's all about buying shit. It's literally the most vivid, in-your-face advertising that you could ever experience. At least in New York City. I haven't been to other places. So anyway, um, not a huge fan of Times Square, but we did go near Times Square and we walked through it a little bit and it's like, oh, get me out of here. <laughs> I'm probably like the least fun person to be with when you're experiencing like touristy things because some people like have a wonderful time doing all these things and like taking pictures in front of everything. I'm like, mm, if anything, I'll take a picture of it. I'll take a picture of the scenery, but I don't need a photo of myself in front of anything. You know, that's just who I am, <laughs> which is like no fun. Oops. What else did we do? Oh, we saw the Statue of Liberty, which is another thing I had not done before. So I was really appreciative of that. Um, but again, another thing that's pretty spendy. It's like $35 for each person to go on the ferry to go to the statue. And that's literally just to get there and like be near it, the little island, um, take some pictures, not even get off the ferry, and then go back. Um, so Nathan's parents paid for that again. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. It was very cool. Um, but we get on this freaking ferry and it was like the worst. <laughs> it was like the shittiest. <laughs> it was so bad. Um, oh my god. We bought our ferry tickets from this guy and then he takes us to this little bus and he's like, okay, now you have to pay $16 to buy bus tickets to get to the ferry spot. And we're like, oh, that's not included in the tickets? He's like, no, it's separate. I'm like, great. So we pay that and then we get to the ferry and it's like this like run down thing 
We get in it and it's like a party boat, but like 20 years outdated. And there's a DJ. It's like 11 a.m. There's a DJ who's like, hey, guys. He was like, he was English, actually. It was really funny. Um, <laughs> he was like, get your, get your drinks. You can go down to the bar. The bartenders will take care of you. You got to make sure you take care of them. Everybody, you can do sh- two shots for $7. You could get a mixed drink. We're going to have a really fun time today. I'm really getting into the accent. I didn't know that I was ready for that. And now that I experienced it, I'm like, let's keep going, everybody. Come on. We're going to have a really fun time today. We're going to see the Statue of Liberty. We're on the water. It's going to get crazy. And you look around and like, there are some people drinking. Again, it's like 11 a.m. No shade, but like, mm, no thank you. Not in in the mood for an overpriced drink on this ferry where I'm already going to feel nauseous. Um, It kind of like smelled like puke a little bit. Um... It was just, like, very crowded and weird. (laughs) So the whole vibe was, like, very strange. I just kept laughing. And then they were playing the worst music. Like, it was, like, it was, like, early 2000 hits, but, like, bad. Like, I'm a big fan of throwback jams. But again, it was, like, it was 11 a.m. And they were trying to make it, like, this, like, party vibe. And it was, like, it was just so off. I was, like, this is really weird. I feel weird. And then the whole time, Nathan was, like... The ferry I went on last time was, like, way better, way prettier, and it cost $5 less per ticket. And we're like, shut up, Nathan. (laughs) We're like, we're already on the ferry. Like, we just got to stick it out for the hour. So we very slowly make our way um, over to the Statue of Liberty and take some pictures and stuff. And that was cool. So I got my pics now. I've seen it. And that's another thing. Nathan was like, it's a big disappointment. It's very disappointing. In movies, it makes it seem like it's this huge thing, and then you get there, and it's pretty small, actually. And I was like, okay, it's not, like, as tall as a skyscraper, but it's a big-ass statue, and it came, like, from France, so that's pretty significant. And it's an important piece of American culture. It's a symbol of freedom, liberty, you know? So anyway, um... And then, again, people just being annoying and, like, everybody's crowding around and, like, frantically taking pictures. And I'm just like, "Mm, nope. But then, you know, Nathan's parents, mostly Nathan's mom was, like, you know, taking pictures of us. What a sweetheart. She's the best. Um, So I'm like, okay, just for you, Ruth, I will take these photos and I will smile. And even though I don't like being on this crowded little balcony of this weird fairy... I will humor you and I will take pictures and I'll enjoy it. (laughs) Um, And then on the way back, we like just could not wait to be off that fucking ferry. It was like, it was just the worst. Oh my God. The, the DJ, I Snapchatted this. The DJ was singing along over the loudspeaker. He, he was playing fucking unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield and singing along. It was like, feel the rain on your skin. No one else can feel it. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, you do not. You do not need to. And you absolutely, as a DJ, should know you should never sing along over the speaker. Just because you have a microphone does not give you the right to ruin everyone's experience. You're playing shitty enough songs as it is. Do not sing along. You have a horrible voice. That is my, (laughs) that is my experience of that fairy. 
we got off the ferry. We went to Brooklyn. It was really cool. We went to a place called Vinny's Pizzeria, which is cool. They have amazing vegan pizza. It's not all vegan, so it's a great place to bring friends who are not vegan or whatever. Um, so we went there, and I recommend the T. Hanks vegan pizza. It's so good. I'm crying because I want it right now. Um, but yeah, we went there, and I ran into, like, a friend from middle school and high school who, like, went to school at NYU and stuff. Haven't seen her since we graduated high school. I was like, oh my god, shouts out Stephanie. I doubt you listen to my podcast. But it was so weird, because we literally walked into this tiny little shop, and she's standing there, and, like, it took us a second to, like, register, and I was like, oh my god, hi, like... What are the chances that we run into each other right here, right now? So that was kind of cool. Had some great pizza. And then the last really exciting thing we did was um, saw my second Broadway show ever. First one was Book of Mormon, which honestly can't be beat. Book of Mormon is so funny and so entertaining, mostly because um, I grew up with like lots of Mormons at my high school. So, um, I was just like, this is so, so real. It really hits home, you know? Um, but we went to Broadway and we saw Kinky Boots. I was like, I don't even know what this is about, but I like the logo. I, I purposely didn't look it up beforehand because I just wanted to be surprised. Um, but we were in like the second row. So it was super, super cool. Really great seats. Um, and honestly, amazing. The drag queens are incredible, in case you don't know the plot of Kinky Boots. It's, like, it's this old English, like, shoe factory. Again, (laughs) the British accents were following us everywhere, which is amazing because I was hanging out with three Brits. Okay, now my camera's dying. Anyway, Kinky Boots, um, really amazing dancing. Honestly, just, like, wow. I don't know. (laughs) That's, That's my review. I ran out of words, but it was it was really good. I would still say not my favorite. It's second out of two Broadway shows because Book of Mormon can't be beat so far. But then again, I haven't seen Hamilton. I haven't seen Dear Evan Hansen. I've heard great things about that. Um, but Kinky Boots was great. I really very much enjoyed it. It was funny. It was entertaining. Um, it reminded me how unflexible and untalented I am, but... That's fine. You know what? Drag queens are all prettier and more talented than most of us. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, Stay tuned for another episode of Previously Gifted next Monday-ish. I'm trying to aim for that. I know I'm very late this week. Um, Again, if you're interested in supporting the podcast, it would be so much appreciated if you go to my Patreon. That's patreon.com slash previously gifted. And stay tuned. Until next time, I love you guys. Leave a review on iTunes if you want to make my day. There is nothing that makes me happier than reading those reviews. I love it. And I love you guys. Okay, thanks. Kai, thanks. Bye. Feel the rain on your skin. No one, no one else can feel it for you. <sighs> Goodbye.